happiness always lies in this very moment, this very instant, the exact point right now as you're listening to my voice, as you're sitting in wherever you're sitting, if you're looking over some sort of holiday decorations or you're in a room with a family or driving somewhere right now, it's understanding that this moment right now, as you hear my voice, this is where the happiness lies. This is it. This is all you have. Welcome to the Wild Visionary Podcast, where I encourage everybody to tap into that untamed wild part of ourselves, where we can create just like we did in childhood and build and believe in something that maybe nobody else can see right now, but we can step into the identity of being a visionary, a future-focused leader, creator, and entrepreneur. I'm Audra Bartlett, a multi-passionate, multi-business entrepreneur. I'm a mom to a Pisces kid and a pit bull mix dog, and I'm here to shake things up, to talk about all things expanding your mind, finding resources that are right in front of you, and teach you how to be a Jedi of problem solving, just like I am. So welcome, Wild Visionary, where we will bridge the gap between I can't see it for me and becoming and embodying everything about being a wild visionary good morning afternoon wherever you are whatever you're doing welcome back wild visionary this is you know the really awesome thing about this season is both this week and next week the episode gets released on an actual holiday and i recognize that some of my listeners may not participate in Christmas they may participate in another way to celebrate the holidays and or not at all for that matter but I think what I'm just inviting you to do is whatever you do celebrate or don't celebrate this time of year to listen to this episode in the spirit of joy and togetherness and celebration of this moment of life of the holiday season and all the kind of magic that it brings. As I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I'm kind of going to do an off the cuff episode. I have an opportunity to potentially interview a, a writer and we'll find out soon enough whether I am. And his book is about surrender. And it just reignited in me as I kind of explored what that interview would look like and explored his book, I started listening to it. It made me remember that this entire year for me has been about surrender. I go through each year, I find that the universe kind of brings to me a different message, a different thing that's an important lesson for me to understand. I call it a concept that I know of, a concept like the word surrender. Like I'm aware of the word surrender. I'm aware of the concept of surrender. But for some reason, the lesson that I'm being presented with, as I think about it, like can't quite fully marinate in my brain like it comes in and I'm like "Mm, what does that really mean right it like almost becomes this block like the idea I can understand logically I can understand the meaning of it but for some reason 
the concept won't go into a deeper understanding and into a full body awareness of what it is. And so when that comes in for me, I recognize that to be the lesson that is for me right now and is the one that I need to allow to integrate into me. And so that has been, you know, some years, I remember one year it was was stepping into the unknown, acceptance of the unknown. And that lesson went on for a while. I don't even think it was just a year. It was, it was a while that I just kept being like, I don't understand what it means to step into the unknown, the unknown possibilities, the unknown of the world. And I think to some extent, surrender is in alignment with the unknown, but it is so much deeper. It is that deeper feeling felt sense within ourselves. And as I, uh, two days ago, as I was exploring what it meant to interview this person potentially and deeper understanding of the concept, like I said, it's been something that's constantly presenting this year. The song, um, I Surrender All, came to my mind. I was raised in a Christian household. I no longer subscribe to any particular religion. I honor all that do that subscribe to any religion. I believe that it's a very personal choice, and I consider myself to be someone who's spiritual, non-religious, but I still have a lot of, I, you know, I participate in Christmas and it's a time for connection and, and being around family. And it's really an important moment for me. I love the, the traditions around it. Um, and so it's still a big part of my life and my religious upbringing still presents in a lot of ways of understanding and acknowledgement. And I honor all of my family for, for their beliefs and one and the song i surrender all is a christian song and it is something there's a few songs that have kind of stuck with me as an adult as i shifted my focus of my belief and i surrender all was one of those songs and so i i listened to it a couple days ago and just kind of cried thinking about this the sense of release, the sense of giving it over, giving it over to a higher power, giving it over, releasing our control, our constant control. And I'm going to read a few lines from the song and I invite you to listen that they, they, you know, talk about surrendering to Jesus and you can replace that with whatever resonates with you. Universe source for me, it's universe source divine. If there's another deity you participate in, you know, celebrating and honoring, but just listen to the concept of what I'm trying to say here. And It goes, all to Jesus I surrender, all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. I surrender all, I surrender all. Um, All to Jesus I surrender, humbly at his feet I bow. Worldly pleasures all forsaken. Take me, Jesus, take me now. All to Jesus I surrender, make me, Savior, holy thine. Let me feel the Holy Spirit truly know that thou art mine. 
all to Jesus. I surrender. Lord, I give myself to thee. Fill me with thy love. I'm going to cry. <laughs> love and power. Let thy blessings fall on me. And like I said, there's a few songs that still really speak to me because I think so often, and one of the things I've explored is how much my childhood trauma has left me in this place of clinging, of, of trying to control. And a lot of us have this experience in which something's happened to us in our lives, whether childhood or beyond, there's some sort of trauma or point in which we felt out of control. We felt that we had to find ways to adapt. And, and we're so smart and intelligent as humans to be able to, to go in and grab on to uh, a way to adapt and and survive and whether that's even just from an emotional standpoint and for me I experienced sexual abuse as a child and I then formed this whole identity and structure around and and after my emotional needs were not tended to so I really was taught this message that like I needed to control my surroundings because I couldn't trust anybody to take care of my emotional needs and so there's been this structure of clinging and control and and trying to make sure that everything is in its proper place all around me and I'm sure some of this resonates with others, like this sense of if I manage it a certain way and if I can balance everything exactly like this and if these people know this and if these people know that and it's like it's like we're balancing all these plates and we're hanging on by like little threads and we're just saying I need to be able to control all of the outcomes and need to put all these things in place to be able to hold on. And in reality, there is no control there's only perceived control I can never control how somebody is going to manage my emotions as an adult right I could have never controlled how somebody was going to manage my emotions but I spent so many years trying to figure that out and that shows up and not just my interpersonal relationships but in work in in the things I've created there's always been this sense of clinging, of trying, of trying to man not not manipulate in this like negative like power over way, but this try to move things according to how I needed it to be, almost like a chessboard, because it felt like if I released, if I stopped gripping so tight, that it'd be like this free fall. I'd be completely untended to I'd be completely out of control N you know not nothing I wanted to happen would happen but the real beauty of the surrender is on the other side of the the release of the control is more than you could imagine because we can only imagine from our limited perspective what can happen or what could be or how it could be Right? Our control, our gripping leaves us limited. It's something from the ego, from the false ego of gripping onto an identity or the personality that we created through trauma, through different experiences that is innately limited. And we spend all this time wanting to be there because we think the outcome from that is going to be more of exactly what we want but the beauty is in the release it's in the trusting you know going back to these verses 
it's the understand that like when we release, we get the love and power we're seeking. When we release, the blessings fall on us. When we release, you know, we can release the worldly pleasures. And that doesn't mean we don't have pleasure anymore. Or, you know, I remember as a kid, I used to think like, oh, what, like I'm going to release all worldly pleasures, which means everything's going to suck. And I'm not going to be able to have even like a piece of chocolate anymore. I think it's more to the understanding that we release our attachment to these things, attachment to them being exactly the way we thought it would be. And when it comes to our work, we're releasing the attachment that, you know, something really specific is going to bring us the happiness we thought it was going to. Like we're, we're stopping trying and chasing a position because, you know, if I can just get to this upper management position, then that's where the happiness lies. Or, you know, if I could just, get the perfect partner or to look a certain way or buy the certain house or achieve this certain status that that's where the happiness lies. It doesn't lie there. And if you have a sense of happiness there, it will be fleeting. The happiness always lies in this very moment, this very instant, the exact point right now, as you're listening to my voice, as you're sitting in wherever you're sitting, if you're looking over some sort of holiday decorations or you're in a room with a family or driving somewhere right now, it's understanding that this moment right now, as you hear my voice, this is where the happiness lies. This is it. This is all you have. This very moment in happiness, in truth. And I think that's the other part of it is when we sometimes we fear releasing that control because on the other side of releasing the control is the truth. The truth sometimes is so hard for us to, to integrate, to understand, to not even understand, to accept. And sometimes releasing the control, releasing the control we have in a romantic relationship means the truth is that that person isn't for us. And sometimes releasing the control of, of, you know, not wanting to be in a specific job. The truth on the other side may be, I need to stay in this job for a little bit longer for my family. But the space gets created from the acceptance of the truth. You know, often the reflection has been from sometimes my mother, love her dearly, and sometimes other people that when I bring to you the coaching or some of the ideas that there's some sort of inherent insistence that what is right now is not good enough or where you are right now is not good enough. And, and that is never true. It is always good enough. It is always, you are a hundred percent worthy right now. And when I work with people, sometimes it's in really finding the joy in the present moment. It can be in acknowledging that you know, you are doing a job that you don't want to be doing. And in the resistance to that job is where the pain is. Sometimes just by being honest with ourselves that like, yeah, I'm not where I thought I would be. I'm not doing a job that I love. I'm really in truth. Like, I don't love this point. I don't love this space. When we can be honest about that, when we are able to release the resistance around the present because so much energy is taken up by being like, well, you know, resisting what is, resisting that maybe your financial situation is not what you want it to be. 
maybe resistance into the fact that like there's like for me I know that mentally and emotionally and physically I'm starting to be done with the place that I'm living I I want to move to a different city I would like to move somewhere warmer but right now is not the time to do it and the more I resist the acknowledgement of you know I recognize this is not my forever place the more I could feel myself being unhappy being here, resistant to being here, not liking what is. And I get to hold both, just like you get to hold both. You can acknowledge that where you are right now is not the optimum place and hold the possibility of something else, but find the joy in the moment. And I think this is the important part. I get to live where I'm living now in this beautiful apartment that I own and overlooking the hills and in the middle of winter. And I get to find the sheer beauty in this here and hold the possibility of long-term moving somewhere else that has more vitamin D on a a yearly basis. (laughs) I think that's you know, that's how we create the space for what's next versus, you know, acknowledging what's not working and then push, push, pushing to change it. Try, try, try. Got to make, make, make. And I spent a lot of years doing that. And so I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be in, in survival in this, like, I hate everything that's happening right now. And I got to, I got to make it something different. And sometimes interacting with that energy is valuable and useful. Sometimes you really do have to thrust yourself out of a situation that's really toxic or not serving you. And I respect that. Like, But even within that, in order to be able to move out of it, it is in the acknowledgement and acceptance of where you are this is toxic and I need to leave. And so I, and I go into this because I go into this partly for myself, like recognizing that when I sit down, when I speak to you, it is as much for me as it is for you. This is my incubator of life. This is my place to be able to express and grow and learn and find more of my voice and and B, this is me speaking to you to hopefully allow this space for you to grow and learn as I grow and learn. And I think that's the beauty of podcasting. I think that's the beauty of being here, that it is this very raw space that gets gets to be delivered to your phone every single week of a very real human experience, a very raw human experience. And I'm in this deep process of surrendering to the life. Everything that I created and everything that I did, it didn't doesn't look like I thought it would look right now. And that gets to be okay. That gets to be the beauty of it. There's beauty in this right now. There's beauty in things not looking like how you expected them. There is no timeline to life. 
You know, there is no, oh, by 30, I was supposed to be married and supposed to have kids and it was supposed to look like this. There is no timeline. There is just the journey. And that gets to be the surrender, the surrender to whatever you believe in. The divine is always guiding us for our highest good. It gets to be there. It gets to be this peace. Surrender is peace. Surrender is the release. Surrender is you right now. Surrender is you being here right now. And I just ask as you celebrate, whatever you celebrate, that you take some additional moments to just relish and surrender to that moment, to be there, to look if you have children's on their faces in a new way, in this fresh way, in this bright way of this taking every moment in. We have now, we have now. And that is it. And by being in the now and surrendering to whatever your situation is, it creates the space for whatever you're going to bring in the new year. And I think that's why, you know, when I set out to create form and flow, which is my way to quote unquote goal set, you know, I've I've moved so far away from this really hard, stringent, rigid way of setting up or designing my life because it doesn't work. It doesn't work to go into the new year and have this rigid set of things that we have to accomplish. And don't get me wrong, by being rigid, it doesn't mean that you can't do the things you set out to do, right? You can, but you're then ignoring the surrender to the journey. You're then pushing and trying and slamming yourself into something that as you do that, you may get the thing, but the thing and the feeling you get from the end goal is always fleeting. So how do you want to set up this next year in your life in a way that allows the form and the structure to hold and support you and the flow for your creativity and your surrender and the allowing of what is? And and the most important thing I can offer is that the surrender, the flow, the allowing, the creativity allows for a life that is so much bigger than you could imagine. It allows for you just having these moments of intense joy and being in that. Like I was driving home uh, several days ago and I just started crying thinking about wow like there are so many things in my life that are so beautiful so beautiful does it look like I thought it was going to look like no but that does not mean anything because what I have is so incredibly beautiful the relationships the family the friendships my living space my sweet dog and my roommate and my and my son and all of it is stunning and so I encourage you to be there with me in these next week or two, whenever you listen to this, even if it's not the holidays for you anymore, be here, be now, know that wherever you are, you're a hundred percent worthy. You are pure love. And that by allowing the surrender and the form and the flow in your life and whatever you're designing for your 2024, it gets to be so much more. 
than you could ever imagine. And so I'm sending you so much love. I'm sending you gratitude for being here with me and, and listening to me and how many ever times you've listened to me. I don't take that for granted. Me being here and you listening to my words and taking time out of your precious day and your precious life to to allow my words and my journey in some way, shape, or form affect yours, change yours, shift yours, awaken yours, that is profound and that is really beautiful. So thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me that honor. And I hope you all have a very merry, happy, blessed holiday. Much love. Thank you for listening. And if this episode really resonated with you, if you had some aha moments or, oh my gosh, then please share this episode with a friend who could really benefit from listening and give us a five-star review telling us how this episode may change your life. Wanting more? There's more than one way to work with me right now. The first is my form and flow, two hour, one-to-one, very, very unique goal setting session. So if you're wanting to do something different in 2024, you're wanting to design, be the architect of your next year and find a way to create the form around it with the flow of creativity and the expansion bigger than you could possibly imagine. This is not your run-of-the-mill smart goals goal setting. This is something you've never experienced before and will help you shift it in a way that is very, very true to you. I welcome you to that program. And the other thing is I still have spots available one-to-one. So if you're interested in one-to-one coaching with me, please go into the link in the show notes and we will radically shift so many things in your life over the next six months to a year. Much love.